The Keeping Quilt by Patricia Polacco When my great-grandma Anna came to America, she wore the same thick overcoat and big boots she had worn for farm work. But her family weren't dirt farmers anymore. In New York City, her father's work was hauling things on a wagon, and the rest of the family made artificial flowers all day. Everyone was in a hurry, and it was so crowded, not like in back home Russia. But all the same, it was their home, and most of their neighbors were just like them. When Anna went to school, English sounded to her like pebbles dropping into shallow water. Shh, 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 shh. In six months, she was speaking English. Her parents almost never learned, so she spoke English for them too. The only things she had left of back home Russia were her dress and the babushka she liked to throw up in the air when she was dancing. And her dress was getting too small. After her mother had sewn her a new one, she took her old dress and babushka. Then from a basket of old clothes she took Uncle Vladimir's shirt, Aunt Havala's nightdress, and an apron of Aunt Natasha's. We will make a quilt to help us always remember home, Anna's mother said. It will be like having the family in back home Russia dance around us at night. And so it was. Anna's mother invited all the neighborhood ladies. They cut out animals and flowers from the scraps of clothing. Anna kept the needles threaded and handed them to the ladies as they needed them. The border of the quilt was made of Anna's babushka. On Friday nights, Anna's mother would say the prayers that started the Sabbath. The family ate challa and chicken soup. The quilt was a tablecloth. Anna grew up and fell in love with great-grandpa Sasha. To show he wanted to be her husband, he gave Anna a gold coin, a dried flower, and a piece of rock salt all tied into a linen handkerchief. The gold was for wealth, the flour for love, and the salt so their lives would have flavor. She accepted the hanky. They were engaged. Under the wedding hoopah, Anna and Sasha promised each other love and understanding. After the wedding, the men and women celebrated separately. When my grandma Carl was born, Anna wrapped her daughter in the quilt to welcome her warmly into the world. Carl was given a gift of gold, flour, salt, and bread. Gold so she would never know poverty, a flower so she would always know love, salt so her life would always have flavor, and bread so that she would never know hunger. Carl learned to keep the Sabbath and to cook and clean and do washing. Married you'll be some day, Anna told Carl. And again, the quilt became a wedding hoopah, this time for Carl's wedding to Grandpa George. Men and women celebrated together, but they still did not dance together. In Carl's wedding bouquet was a gold coin, bread, and salt. Carl and George moved to a farm in Michigan, and great-grandma Anna came to live with them. The quilt, once again, wrapped a new little girl called Mary Ellen. Mary Ellen called Anna Lady Grandma. She had grown very old and was sick a lot of the time. The kilt 
quilt kept her legs warm. On Anna's 98th birthday, the cake was a coolidge, a rich cake with raisins and candied fruit in it. When great-grandma Anna died, prayers were said to lift her soul to heaven. My mother Mary Ellen was now grown up. When she became a bride, the quilt became her hoopah. For the first time, friends who were not Jews came to the wedding. My mother wore a suit, but in her bouquet were gold, bread, and salt. The quilt welcomed me, Patricia, into the world, and it was the tablecloth for my first birthday party. At night I would trace my fingers around the edges of each animal on the quilt before I went to sleep. I told my mother stories about the animals on the quilt. She would, she told me. Continuing with the keeping quilt, at night, Patricia would trace her fingers around the edges of each animal on the quilt before she went to sleep. She told her mother stories about the animals on the quilt. Her mother told her whose sleeve had made the horse, whose apron had made the chicken, whose dress had made the flowers, and whose babushka went around the edge of the quilt. The quilt was a pretend cape when Patricia was in the bullring, or sometimes a tent in the steaming Amazon jungle. At Patricia's wedding, to Enzo Mario, men and women danced together. In her bouquet were gold, bread, and salt, and a sprinkle of wine, so she would always know laughter. Twenty years ago, Patricia held Tracy Denise in the quilt for the first time. Someday, she too will leave home and she will take the quilt with her. The end of the Keeping Quilt.